In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Abe, dear faithful, it should not be difficult to understand that we have much in common with the subjects of our Lord's parable today. Septuagesima Sunday begins this period of anticipation of the holy season of Lent and invites each and every one of us to put ourselves already in a penitential state of mind. The gospel of this Mass presents us with the image of the idle laborers, those who only began their work at the eleventh hour at the last minute. It is easy and tempting to imagine men similar to these, of whom there are many in the world, and to rejoice that we are not like them, to be thankful that we at least fill our time with all sorts of activities and obligations. This is precisely where we go wrong. The fathers of the early church make it clear that we indeed, all of us, are symbolized by the workers in today's parable. Anyone who has to earn their living knows that an employer does not pay his employees for the sole purpose of increasing their profits, of allowing them to enjoy the fruits of their pay. Something is expected from them in return, a full day's work and a good effort. And an honest day's work is the necessary condition, indeed, of receiving our pay. We must look first to our work. It is the same in the practice of our faith. Christ has not called us only so that we would enjoy an increase in the benefits we receive here below, both spiritual and material, but that we would labor vigorously for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And just as the laborer spends his entire day in the service of the employer, of his employer, and only takes a brief pause for his meal, our union with Christ impels us to put always first, before our own interests, the glory of God. And if the worker would return home at day's end and realize that he had squandered his time, wasted his opportunities, he would be ashamed to take his meal that evening. So should we be ashamed if we realize that we spend most of our time putting our interests before those of God. Let us look rather to the model proposed to us by St. Paul in today's epistle, who compares our journey here below to a race, a sport, run by an athlete, run to win. These are the apostles' words to us today. Run to win. Make a vigorous effort and do the work necessary to correspond with the graces which God gives you. The difference, however, between our race and that of a race run in a stadium is that we do not run alone. Holy Mother Church teaches us that the saints indeed live together in a mystical communion 
we, the faithful here on earth, are bound together in the mystical body of Jesus Christ, his church, with all the saints in heaven, and with the souls currently being purified after death. And if it is praiseworthy to honor the saints in heaven and the holy souls in purgatory, it is just as legitimate and commendable to implore their aid in our present struggle. For each one of us, there are saintly souls now departed from this life who knew the same difficulties, the same sins, the same defects of character, which they had struggled to overcome. Perhaps these were among your departed family members and friends. If we asked them for their prayers while, while they were still here on earth, there's no reason to stop doing so now that they are no longer with us. No matter what kind of life a person may have led here below, it is always good, indeed we must, hope and pray that our good Lord had mercy on them in the final moment of their life, that he gave them, indeed, the graces of repentance and final perseverance. So therefore, at this beginning of the three weeks preceding Lent, during Lent when we will retire spiritually into the desert with our Lord for 40 days to bear the fatigues of fasting and penance and to resist evil temptations, may St. Paul's words remain with us, always in our hearts. Run to win. The good Lord desires to crown us with victory at the end of our course here below. We are the only ones who can prevent him from doing so. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen.